Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at case.kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 388. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you for supporting me. And today I have a bit of a unique episode. It's got a little surprise about, you know, three quarters of the way in and you'll see why in a little bit or I'll just tell you, (laughs) I'm going to bring in a guest on this episode to offer some perspective on the topic I'm talking about here. I'm going to talk about a certain topic, and then I'm going to bring in a therapist to offer her perspective. So you'll get a two-for-one today. You'll get my perspective. That's the perspective you've come to expect. No bullshit, just me, a dude, living his life, looking at everything through the lens of self-awareness and self-honesty. And you'll get the bonus perspective of a certified, experienced therapist who will give you something to consider as well because therapy is amazing. Uh, You know this. So I'll hop right into it, and I'll just add here that I think you'll really like this episode with the addition of a therapist. Um, Just having a therapist here to bounce a couple thoughts off of. So I'll just say it right now to get ahead of it, that if you've thought about checking out therapy, uh, you should. You really, really should. It's life-changing, and you should check out BetterHelp. They've been a huge supporter of the podcast. They're a sponsor of the podcast, and they're giving you 10% off your first month of online therapy through their platform. So if you've been on the fence about trying therapy, they really do make it easy. There's no need to sit in a waiting room filling out forms, feeling awkward, or anything like that because BetterHelp's platform is online. It connects you with a professional licensed therapist within 48 hours, and then you can interact with them via chat and video and phone calls. 
and they have experienced therapists to help with whatever it is that's on your mind, even if it's just as simple as you want to have someone to talk to, or if there's something a bit heavier like anxiety or trauma or relationship issues, they have someone who can help. So check out betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset for 10% off your first month of online therapy. That's betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset. But let's get into this. The topic I want to talk about is dating with self-respect. That's the topic, dating with self-respect. It seems like a pretty obvious thing to do, right? Like, why wouldn't you? Well, as with all the things I talk about on the podcast, we're all wired to know what to do. (laughs) But when it comes to doing it and respecting that innate knowledge and know-how we have, well, we're a bit flaky. (laughs) I'm sure you'd agree. So I wanted to do this topic specifically because... I think amidst all the things you can prioritize looking at in your dating life, am I looking for the right red flags? Am I aware of the big green flags? What type of behavior should I be looking for? Should I test them? What's right? What's wrong? You name it. Amidst all the things, all those things that you can be doing to try to see if a partner is right or wrong for you, I think the simplest, most powerful thing you can do that'll take care of the rest is to ask yourself, am I respecting myself right now? Am I dating with self-respect? Am I treating myself with the respect I deserve? Am I respecting myself? It's flipping the script from how sometimes we look at dating. Are they respecting me? Are they giving me what I need? And I think that's great, of course. Um, I've done many episodes on that. But That's an area where we're really apt to make excuses uh, for them. We make excuses for them. But flipping this from are they respecting me to am I respecting myself, well, that can really give you some powerful clarity because it can answer the former question with, with oomph, with clarity. Are they respecting me? You can answer it with confidence. No excuses for them because you're taking time to look at yourself first and you're respecting what you find there First, am I respecting myself? Asking and answering that question while you navigate the ups and downs of dating or while you're in a relationship, well, I think that'll take care of the rest in a sense. It'll draw your attention to the red flags. It'll help you realize if you're chasing or attracting. It'll maybe help you take off your beer goggles and help you see reality instead of potential. It'll open your eyes to the excuses that maybe you've been making. So I think it's a like very, very helpful lens through which to look at your dating life. And I want to take just a couple of minutes here and talk about what self-respect is and what it gives you. So let's do it. <laughs> let's do that. What is self-respect? Well, I think it's pretty simple. I think a simple definition uh, helps us stay centered and not being distracted by other people's behavior, which is the very thing that self-respect is meant to help us keep in check. So self-respect is simply acceptance of who you are. That's it. It's acceptance of who you are today, how you feel today, and what deep down you need today. Self-respect means honoring who you are today. Amidst, of course, the things uh, you need to do, the changes you want to make, the person you want to be, but it means in this moment, honoring who you are, how you feel, and what you need today, right now, while you're listening. Self-respect. It's in the word, self, it's back to you. It's back to yourself. It's taking them out of the equation for a minute and coming home to you and asking yourself, am I being true to me? Or am I making concessions? Am I faking? Am I hiding? Am I dropping a boundary? 
So you can see how this can be really helpful in dating, taking the lens away from them. Again, it's an area that's great to look at. You need to look at them. You need to look at their behavior, but it's an area where we're quick to say, well, you know, but uh, excuse A, B, and C. (laughs) We need to take a step back from that and take it to you, the real you. So here's what I mean. Here's how it's so powerful to look at yourself through the lens of self-respect when you're dating. When you date with self-respect, to my definition here, you're honest with yourself about who you are. You're honest about what makes you you and what doesn't make you you. You're honest about whether you're you while you're dating or if you're hiding your true self in some sense. Self-respect says I'm being true to me. I'm being my true self. It's pretty simple, right? But of course, in a relationship, we're wired to sometimes push ourselves or we're pushed by them to abandon our true selves in favor of some idealized, perfect person. Self-respect brings you back to this question. Am I being honest about who I am? Am I being honest with them about who I am? That's the question, right? It's a big question. Are you hiding something you're passionate about so you don't come off as weird? Are you hiding how you feel or a silly question that you're afraid to ask? Asking yourself, am I respecting yourself means, am I being my true self? And through that process, hopefully, you'll realize what I have after 34 years. And that is that being weird, embracing your definition of your truth, rejecting trying to always fit in and be normal, that's where real self-respect is. Self-respect is being centered in who you are and what makes you you. No forcing anything, no watering yourself down, no forcing something to change to make something work. It's being centered in what makes you you. And that's a big first step, right? Am I respecting myself? That's synonymous with am I being my real self? And I think that question is so powerful because it will alert you to the red flags, both within yourself and them. Because when you don't respect yourself, you're not being real. And when you're not being real and you could take a step back and realize that, well, then you'll realize that maybe you're chasing them by trying to change who you are in order to please them. Maybe you're hiding some aspect about yourself because you don't want to come off as too strong or too opinionated. Things like that. Am I respecting myself right now? That's the question. Are you defining your own boundaries? Boundaries that respect who you really are. And are you living by them? Or are you allowing someone else to define them or break them? The answer to those questions are, of course, revealed in their behavior and an observation of them. But the catalyst to realizing that is this question. Am I respecting myself? Because it brings you back to you. It brings you back to a place of truth that they can't take from you. So this is a big angle of why I'm so into looking at dating through the lens of self-respect. And also because it leads you to operate from a very strong place of presence. Presence. Looking at dating through the lens of self-respect will reveal to you whether or not you're dating in reality or in potential. That's a topic I've talked about in the podcast several times. Are you dating them as they are today? Are you looking at how your compatibility and relationship together is today? Or are you glued to some vision of the future where everything is perfect? Are you glued to a vision of the future so much so that you're willing to overlook some of the question marks you still have in the present? 
practicing radical self-respect can help you snap out of it. If nothing were to change, as the relationship currently is, is that good enough for you? That's the question that will come to mind when you approach dating through the lens of self-respect. Because self-respect encourages you to deal with what you have to deal with today to know if tomorrow should even be on the menu. And that can be the toughest thing to do, of course, to shake things up, to embrace discomfort, to have these types of conversations. But I think we all agree that getting lost in the sauce of potential is something that we always come back to regret. Looking back, we always regret it. But self-respect helps you reset in the present, in the reality of the present. And that's much needed because you're coming back to your true self. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves, and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. When you ask yourself if you're respecting yourself, you're saying, I live in the present. I deserve to find clarity in the present. Yeah, I'm open to the future, of course. But if I can't find a sense of certainty today... I shouldn't be investing in the future. So are you respecting yourself today means you ask yourself the question, if nothing were to change as the relationship currently is, is that good enough for me? The foundation is self-respect. The foundation is self-acceptance, right? And next, and here's where I want to bring in someone with some, some solid perspective. Self-respect by its very definition means you respect your feelings, right? 
right? Being true to yourself means respecting your feelings. You respect and you accept how you feel. If you can't be real with how your true self feels, if you don't feel that level of comfort, if you feel judged by someone else, well, I don't think that relationship is for you, of course. But again, that's tough to know sometimes because maybe you're making excuses for them. Maybe you're lost in potential. Maybe you're talking yourself out of how you really feel. But coming back to self-respect means coming back to knowing with certainty if you're respecting your feelings or not. So how do you know if you're respecting your feelings or not? So that's what I want to talk about here. What does it mean to respect your feelings in a relationship or in your dating life? How do you know if you're being real and true to yourself or if you're just overthinking something? So I'm going to bring in Heisu Joe right now. She is a licensed marriage and family therapist in the Bay Area in California, and her experience comes from providing mental health and behavioral counseling for all kinds of issues with a focus on anxiety, relationship and family issues and trauma. So I thought it'd make a lot of sense to bring her in, a professional, someone with some really solid perspective and experience to talk about this. How do you respect your feelings in a relationship? It's the ultimate question. And it's the ultimate area, I suppose, where we get stuck asking ourselves, and maybe I'm sharing too much. Am I overthinking this? Should I bring this up? Or is this just a silly emotion I need to cast aside? When we ignore some of those thoughts in favor of sucking it up, not being true to ourselves, that is how we end up not respecting ourselves to the topic of this episode. So definitely an area we need to address. So hello, hey Sue, hope you're doing well. Welcome to the podcast. You're actually one of the, the first guests here. So welcome on, no pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Hi, Case. Thanks so much for having me <laughs> Tra- sitting you over here this. trying not to, not to feel pressured, but um, I am honored. No, there's no pressure. I'm, I'm, yeah, eager to have this conversation. Amazing. Well, thanks for being here. So yeah, so I'd love your perspective on this. You know, what does it mean to respect your feelings in a relationship or in your dating life? I think maybe the best place to start so we could have a chat here is how do you know if you're being real and true to yourself or if you're just Mm -hmm. overthinking something? Overthinking, of course, is, is the ultimate thing we all do. But how do you know if you're being real to how you feel or if you're overthinking something? Do you have any starting perspective on that? I'm starting with my gut. I think most people, including myself, our gut actually does give us signs. It tells us when we're overthinking. And I think somewhere inside of us, we all know when we start to enter that territory of what we call overthinking, right? Spiraling or racing thoughts, um, kind of ruminating, dwelling on stuff. I think we all have some kind of awareness when we're in that mental space. So, you know, you asked about what it means to be respectful of your feelings. Not just like, I think, you know, I'm thinking not just in dating, but in your life, as you move through this world, as you navigate all kinds of relationships, what does it mean to respect someone in general? When we respect something or someone we're having consideration for, we're having regard for those people's wishes, their rights, and their feelings, right? It means that we're just taking it into consideration and including those things into everything else that we're about to say and do. So in order to respect your own feelings, it means you're taking into consideration what your needs, your wishes, your desires, like all these things put together um, and 
you're letting them be. You're acknowledging that they're there, that you're noticing that they are there. And quoting something that I've heard you say before, you can honor your feelings without trusting them. And this is very similar to something that I say very often. You don't have to believe in everything that you think, but you can notice your thoughts and they can come and go. Feelings too are like visitors. They come for a while and eventually they leave. Um, So... How do you know that you're being real? I mean, if you're living an authentic life and trying to match your outward presentation, what you say, what you do with the ways that you feel internally, I think you'd be pretty confident in this notion that you're being real. But if you're not living mindfully, if you're not living authentically, if you are someone that tends to sacrifice self in order to accommodate other people's feelings, other people's wants, other people's schedules and agendas, it might be a bit more challenging to recognize when you're being real with yourself, real with other people. Um, so I guess it's, it's a complicated question because it's a complicated answer. Yeah, of course. Well, I love being quoted on my own podcast. That's pretty awesome. So <laughs> job well done. Yeah, I, that's such a great point. So why why do you think in general it is that we like talk ourselves out of the things that we know to be true? Like I, I think I think it's a very common experience to be like, okay, finally, I am practicing self-awareness. I am realizing what I need. This is me. But then when push comes to shove, we're very quick to be like, eh, but do I really need it? Like, I don't, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to seem to this. Maybe I'm being too picky. Like, where do we draw the line between, you know, being firm and saying, this is what I need and I'm not negotiating and being like, this is what I think I need, but maybe I should be open to more. Like, where do we draw the line between what we, what you kind of alluded to, what I've talked about in the past, trusting how you feel and being open to challenging it in a sense, because, you know, growth is challenging. Growth is uncomfortable. Growth is going to be like, oh, maybe I should retreat. But how do you know when to embrace the discomfort rather than say, nope, this is the line and I'm not crossing it in a sense? I mean, sometimes I think there's going to be cases where it's very difficult to figure this answer out on your own. So it's always good to talk stuff out with people, process, have sounding boards, have a support system available to you. Um, And, you know, A lot of our behaviors are rooted in something, and many times we are acting or behaving out of one of two things. It's either we're acting and behaving and responding to something out of fear, or we are acting from a place of love. It's either fear of rejection, fear of confrontation, fear of conflict, fear of loss, fear of being abandoned, Or we are acting and behaving in a place that comes from love, love for other people, which means respecting them, but love for ourselves, respect for ourselves, love for the idea that we are human and we can have this wide spectrum of feelings. And that's okay, regardless of where you fall on that. Um, So, you know, I don't know if there's a huge difference between respecting how you feel and challenging yourself to overcome negative feelings, because respecting how you feel is being okay with the negative feelings being there. Now, if you notice yourself wanting to feel differently now, that's a good time to perhaps challenge yourself to do something different, to reach out for support, to start incorporating different things into your life that uh, reflect something like self-care. Listen to your body. What does that mean? People hear this all the time. People get this advice, like tune in to your internal self. Like that. that's easier said than done. But really what I think that does mean is paying attention to your mood on a regular basis so that you can identify when things are a little bit off, 
so that you can start doing things like action-oriented, solution-focused things to help you feel healthier, help you feel uh, more fulfilled. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's like establishing your baseline when you're not dating, when you're not on a date, when you're not in an emotional scenario. Like, what is that baseline for you when it comes to boundaries, self-worth, insecurities, doubt, whatever, whatever it may be? <laughs> One of the things that I joke a lot about in the podcast when people are like, hey, so what's your best dating advice? My best dating advice always is only date people you like. <laughs> people are like, well, duh, thank you. But it's this wild world. It's like when we get in certain scenarios to our whole topic here, with certain circumstances and context. We forget all about all those things. We forget about our normal baseline respect, our normal standard, our normal security for ourselves because we're so taken back by, oh my gosh, this person is showing me attention. And if, you know, you've set the bar low for yourself, like, oh my gosh, they they texted me right back and it wasn't, you know, midnight and the, we forget these fundamental things to ourselves. But I like that advice about establishing your baseline. What does self-respect look for you? you know, on a Tuesday at two o'clock and digging into what that, you know, looks like as a vision for yourself and remembering that when you're in those moments where to the topic, you're, you're tempted to throw it aside. You're tempted to dilute yourself to, to move, you know, a relationship forward or something like that. So what do you, what do you think about that advice? Do you agree with the advice that you should only date people you like? (laughs) I mean, I, when you said it, I, I didn't laugh out loud, obviously, but I was very much chuckling inside because a lot of people don't follow that. It sounds so simple. It sounds so silly when someone says it out loud, but you're right. There's like something that happens to us when we just know somebody else is giving us attention. Somebody wants to think about us on a daily basis. Um, It makes us start to do some interesting and sometimes unhealthy things. So I love that advice. Date someone you like. Um... And be someone you like, be someone that you would want to be around. You know, the most important relationship really is the one that you have with yourself. And if you're not working on that one, um, anything that follows is going to be a little bit hairy sometimes. I couldn't agree more. Hairy, definitely an understatement. But yeah, that's absolutely it. It's coming back to your true self, being that person you know you are. Absolutely. It's the most important relationship you could ever have. And self-respect brings you back to that fact. So I love that a lot. That's the ultimate question. And that is self-respect in a nutshell. So I'll leave it with that. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Back to me. It's all about me. (laughs) Back to me. But I, I love that. It's, you know, this whole topic here is just something for you to consider. It's just a question for you to turn to when you need it in the midst of dating or a relationship, amidst the ups and downs. Am I respecting myself? Take the pressure off for a minute. Take the pressure off of the checklists and your friend's advice and my advice that I've given in other episodes and just turn to yourself for a minute. Am I respecting myself? Only you can answer that, of course, but that's the gift of the question. It's you and it's you, no one else. Not the excuses you put up for them, not the question marks you leave unanswered in favor of comfort or potential with them. It's just you and your answer of whether deep down you're respecting yourself or not. So that's it. Turn to that question. Keep it in your pocket when you need it. Am I respecting myself? Thank you for listening. Thank you to today's sponsor, BetterHelp. Clearly, I'm all in on therapy. I'm all in on going to therapy. Heck, I just uh, even had a therapist on the podcast to show you the the great kinds of low-pressure conversations, but amazingly powerful conversations you can have 
in therapy in that environment. So if you found this helpful and you want to try therapy for the first time or you want to try a new therapist, if you've tried therapy in the past, you can check out betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset. And when you visit that, you'll get 10% off your first month betterhelp.com forward slash new mindset. But that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.